Hello, welcome to this episode of Hope and Struggle. My name is Mindy Lawhorn and I'm your host. Let's go. Hey, let's get right into today. This today is gonna be a little bit shorter, but it's gonna be packed. If you have a Bible or you have something to write with or even in your phone notes, I've got some scriptures for you that go along with what I kind of have figured out. And I'm like, there's gotta be a way that I can share this so other people understand doing the most important things typically are the most difficult. All right. So being in fitness for literally 30 years now, like that like pains me to even say, but I taught my first fitness class at 19. I'll let you do the math. We're not going to worry about that. What's age? (laughs) Just because some of us are about to hit that big number. That means nothing. Just means nothing, right? So let's not even talk about it. I'm not not in the mood to talk about that, but I did want to let you know I've been in fitness for a, f- a couple of years. Oh gosh, almost sound like I just cussed, but I didn't. And one of the hardest things I have found, not only personally, but with every client, with every one of my coaches in my fitness business, with every one of my customers in my fitness business, one of the most difficult things isn't working out. It isn't getting them to drink water. It isn't getting them to buy proper foods. It isn't getting them to get on calls with me or buy, you know, the workout program I want them to do or even come meet me to work out. The hardest thing they do, and frankly, I do ever, is eat what I should eat. Now, I'll buy healthy food. Don't even think twice about that. And while I do believe because of what I do and because of the conviction God has put in my heart. And because you guys, I'm a chubby girl at heart. I, that's who I grew up to be. My nickname was CC growing up, stood for chubby cheeks. My dad was a very big man. And, um, it's kind of like easy for me to gain weight. Like I'm a little on the thick side, by the way, I don't care. It's fine. But I also struggle, you know, with eating properly, especially after Lee died. Because, hello, you want to self-soothe with food and all that stuff. But across the board, regardless if you've had loss, regardless of your story, that is the hardest part and the hardest thing to do for all of my clients across the board. Boys, girls, men, women. But do you know what? That is the most important factor. The most important factor in any workout program, in losing weight, in gaining muscle, in losing fat, is the nutrition. I can get people to work out all day long. I'd rather teach three or four classes a day, you know, than than have to be consumed with what I eat. But eating and what we consume is the most important factor. Really, it's probably 70 to 80% of the whole picture. Now, the correlation I have today is with prayer. So take what I just told you about, like, yeah, we can work out and I'll punch the bag. I'll go to a fitness class. I'll do an online workout. Yeah, I did it. But that's not even the hardest part. That's the part that actually gets us energy. That's the part that, believe it or not, energy begets energy. It's one of those things like you think, I'm so tired. How could I possibly work out? Well, go give it a shot because all you're going to do is create more energy and it's going to be good. You're going to be kind of pumped. And if you do it too late at night, you're not going to be able to sleep, especially if you're older. But here's the thing with our walk with Jesus. We will gladly do things. Like, I, 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 I'm almost, almost gladly go fight up someone. Let's, let's get it going. Then I will pray for them. Like, that's hard. I would rather go volunteer at the church and do things than 
sit on my knees or sit in my room and sit, be still, be calm, bring all of my needs before the Lord, put everything I am worried about, even the praise I have for him, which obviously I'm not worried about, but my praise to him even needs to come beginning of my prayer and for me to sit and be still and try to like just tune out everything going on and sit before him. To me, that is just as hard as eating properly. But what's the most important part? It's not about a religion, you guys. When people say, well, I didn't grow up religious. I'm like, I I don't even care. Because it's not about religion. We can be religious about our workout. We can be religious about our morning schedule. You know, our morning routine. We can be religious about brushing our teeth. We can be religious about, you know, cleaning our car. But it is about a relationship and that's what matters. So as difficult as eating properly is and as important it is and how, you know, that is the determining factor of how much success we'll have with any program or even moving forward. So is our prayer life, you guys. And that's where God hit me like on the head. And while, while I know that, why is it that we are so much more willing to do and, and, and be busy and, and to do something physical or, or write something or give money even than sit in the presence of God and be still. Oh my gosh, don't even get me wrong about how hard this is, but let me share a couple of scriptures with you. Psalm 34, 17. When the righteous cry out for help, the Lord hears them and delivers them out of their troubles. But it doesn't say when the righteous are fighting, when the righteous are volunteering, when the righteous are doing something every minute that they are awake until they crash in their bed. It says when the righteous cry out for help. We would actually have to talk to him to cry out for help. Next, Hebrews 4, 16. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, which is at the feet of God, that we may receive mercy and find grace and help in our time of need. To get that help and receive that grace, which we so desperately need, we would actually have to talk to him. We would actually have to sit down, be still and not in passing and not, oh, as I go. And by the way, yes, we can talk to him within our day, but I believe wholeheartedly to have a true and real relationship with him, like a legit one that I know he's real beyond a shadow of a doubt and he's in my heart and like is the quiet time in which we spend with him. And I know this is going to sting a little and even for us Christians, and even if you don't know what you believe, I want to lovingly tell you, it's not about what you know. It's about what you do with him. It's not about your knowledge of the Bible or I didn't grow up in church. I do not care. None of that matters. It's about our deep hearted relationship with him and what we believe and who we talk to. Are we truly making that time for him? Like, and I mean, you guys carving it out of your day, put it on your schedule. If you have to use binaural beats, if you have to Aaron uh, Mullen Sanderson, Fit Rocker Trick told me about binaural beats. And I'm like, what in the world? That sounds crazy. That sounds like some crazy stuff. And then, of course, I started in on it. And I'm like, oh, especially if you are type A, if you're a little ADD, if you're a little more on the hyper side, I highly recommend just having sort of that ambient noise in the back. For me, it helps me calm down. It helps me focus. It helps me kind of bring myself in the presence of Jesus in my mind. And by the way, we can go to him anywhere we want. Like, like some people say, 
when I think about when I'm praying, when I go to my quiet time with Jesus, I see him on, you know, a hill where this big tree is. Okay, cool. Or, or someone's like, well, I see him in this big, lush green valley. I personally see him sitting at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, like he's at the right. They're seated. You know, I'm like, you know, before them and or before Jesus and, you know, whatever it is in your mind. But we have to bring ourselves into the presence of God. And with if we're so busy and our minds are so ridiculously crazy and they're running rampant, and, uh, 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 it's very hard not only to sit and pray with a chaotic mind, it's extra, extra hard to hear the words of the, the Holy Spirit and like the pressing when we're so, when we have that loud internal voice and we can quiet it. I do it all the time and I am one of the loudest people you're ever going to meet. It's, it can be done. Anything can be done with Jesus. Let me give you a couple more scriptures. First Peter 5-6, through six, humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that in the proper time, He may exalt you. So let's talk about humble. Let's talk about exalt real fast. Um, there's another scripture that says, the um, those that humble themselves, I'm sorry, those that exalt themselves will be humbled, and those that humble themselves will be exalted. And this humility that the Bible's referring to is not a false humility. It's not like, oh, y'all stop telling me I'm so pretty and so fabulous. It is truly understanding our position in life. I know my position in life. I do love fun things. And don't get me wrong. I know that God's made us all good in some ways, but I know my true position in life without Jesus and I'm nothing without him. I am absolutely nothing without him. Nothing wonderful and good has ever come into my life without Jesus's work somehow, some way. So knowing the true position doesn't mean I'm bad or I'm unworthy. It means I am worthy because of him. And I'm going to always stick with him and stay with him because he, by the way, will be on the winning team, but he's creator and he knows my heart. And I know that through him, all the right things will happen in the way that he wants them to. And honestly, the stuff that will happen for even our good. So when it talks about exalting, think about those people that and I don't know that you know them, but like I even think about people in songs and even, um, you know, I'm so amazing. Look at me. I'm the, the why do I think of a rap song? Don't get me wrong. I love rap, by the way. And I love hip hop and don't be mad at me, but I do. Um, but it's like those that exalt themselves will be humbled. And so what it's just saying here is just bring yourself with openness and like, like a humbled heart, knowing he's the king of all. He's the creator. Nothing beats him. And, and, Humble yourself before him with love and, and, and petition and prayer and, and all of the things. He knows already, you guys. He just wants us to bring it to him. And then in time, he will exalt you. Meaning in time, he's going to do some really amazing things for you. In time, you're going to get things you don't deserve and you're going to not get things that you do deserve. And I mean that in the positive and the negative sense. Let me also give you 1 Corinthians ten thirteen. No temptation. I love this scripture so much. No temptation has overtaken you other than that what is common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But he will also make that temptation in a way so that you will have a way out and a way of escape so that you will you will be able to endure it. So look that up, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. It may say something different in your Bible, but years and years ago, my mom gave me this when I was like a sophomore, junior in high school, which, you know, my mom's greatest fear is that we would drink or or do things with boys we shouldn't do. You know what I mean? Which, by the way, I didn't do either until later. Hi. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but <laughs> she, I remember her giving me that scripture and it was one of the best things she ever did is because 
when you're tempted or when you think, oh my God, they're going to think I'm so stupid if I don't X, Y, Z. No, 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 no. I, I was always able to say no until I didn't, which I wanted to at that point. And of course, I reaped the repercussions of that stuff. But there's always a way out with Jesus where not only can you get out of that, but he's going to give you a way of escape to where it's something you can endure. So, which means to me, it's a way you can get out of it without looking like a total, you know, dork. It's a way that you can get out of it and, and, and not like have to fight for your life. It's a way you can get out of it, something you can endure. And that even require, that even means late night temptation with food or wine or whatever it is that tempts you. We call on this scripture and he'll help us. Okay, let me give you one more. Isaiah 52, 12. For you shall not go out in haste and you shall not go in flight for the Lord will go before you and the God of Israel will be at your back. So in all of the times and that we think we have to fight and we have to do and we have to be busy, busy, busy. And if we're not being busy, then we're not being productive. That is a complete lie. There is a difference between being productive and busy. Productive is things that actually move the needle or move the wheel of your life. Busy is just filler stuff, stuff to fill the time. And that isn't what God wants. He wants us, yes, to be productive, but most of all, he wants a relationship with us and he wants to go before us and fight our battles for us. So what does that require from us? For us to make time for him every day, he makes time for us. We need to make time for him. Prayer, read about him, learn about his character, his attributes. That's how we figure out who he is when we learn more about him. And if you're not sure what you believe and you're not sure, you know, you really know what all this is about, I just go research. Please research about Jesus. Research about God. I want you to go and just try to answer all your questions and find all the things. And you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna pray for you as you're doing that so that God's word will become real and that it will open your heart and it will speak to you in a way that you've never been spoken to before in your hearts of hearts, your heart of hearts. And I'm so sorry that you're hearing that rumbling. I'm going to teach a cycle class now and I'm getting all my things together, but I just want to finish and say that number one, it's never too late. Number two, God already knows everything and he loves you anyway. God already knows everything and he still wants you. He wants me. He wants your children. He wants us. That's it. And it doesn't matter what you know. It doesn't matter how much money you make or how tall you are, or how fabulous you are on the dance floor. I mean, like, just take away all the things that you're great at. doesn't matter. He just wants you. And he wants to fight our battles for us so that we can fight our battles sitting in front of him on our knees, talking to him and allowing him to make a way where there is no way because that is what he does. Let's pray. Jesus, I love you so much. Thank you for this time. Thank you for the ability that we can reach each other this way, that we can listen that there can be a different voice, Lord God. If one voice we've only heard about, about you is in a certain way or even has bad negative feelings, Lord God, please let the truth be known that you are wonderful. You, Holy Spirit, are our mighty counselor. You will give us freedom from all the things that we've been through, all the things we've endured, all the things that we've done. Jesus, you know, you already know anyway. Please, Lord God, be real to these people. I know that you're real and I thank you for your word and your scripture. And I thank you, Lord God, for fighting our battles for us. Please, God, calm me down and calm 
all these people down enough to sit before you, just to sit in your presence, Lord God. Sometimes we don't even know what to say, and that's okay. But if we are sitting in your presence, that one, that's what matters. I love you, sweet Jesus. I praise your holy name. Amen. Hey, you guys, I just want you to come to MindyLawhorn.com if you want. This is my website where I share all of the services that I do and all kind of my stories and what I've been through and, and all the stuff that God has shown me, but also what I offer. Um, yes, I have the Bible Babes. It's a women's ministry. I have a lot of free Bible studies through Hope and Struggle. I do one-on-one. I don't even know what I call it because I'm not a counselor. And of course, I'm not a life coach, but sometimes it's just really nice to talk to someone that has no judgment, you know, is not about drama. And I just share with you some of my thoughts and I do that with some people. I also have a fitness business. So um, on there is just all the different things that I do and um, all the stuff I've been through and what God has done in my life. I'd love for you to come there and just say, hey, would love to see you. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.